Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey everybody, it's Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Yes, Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a podcast a podcast that just so happens to have just celebrated its fifth year. Yeah, fifth year anniversary did I celebrate. That's me. That's my podcast. And and I'm so proud to say I've been in business as a podcast, if you will. Bob Cargill's Marketing Show for over five years now. And this would be episode 170 here and now. Am I recording it here in my home office, Sudbury, Massachusetts now, Wednesday March 15, 2023. You'll be hearing it. You'll be seeing it within a matter of days. Social media, of course, I share it. YouTube, I share it. Podbean, I share it there. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I hope mine is one of your favorite, if not your number one favorite podcast to listen to. It's all about marketing. It's all about social media. And sometimes, like today, it'll be a little bit about what's going on in my life. And by the way, reach out to me on social media anytime. Hit me up and tell me what's going on in your life. That would be great if this is a conversation. And speaking of which, yes, often I will have guests. And it is a conversation. Literally, today it will be more a monologue where I just go down a bunch of things that's, that's going on in my world. Mostly marketing, social media related. But I do want to mention right at the top of the show, my, my teeth. You know, I'm getting braces, or, or should I say, have had braces. And it's been about a year now, so I'm actually getting these braces off soon. But I also recently had periodontal surgery in preparation for a tooth implant. So if you see me, you, you can see that the skin's a little discolored because a little bit of bruising there from where I had the surgery. If you're hearing me, you're hearing. Those of you who are seeing are also hearing. Those of you who are hearing just hearing and listening to occasionally I the 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 when I enunciate a word it may be affected because of the braces because of the recent surgery but all of that's going to be behind me soon very soon and it will be well well worth it they're doing such a ridiculously awesome job is is Dr. Lee beyond your smile and framing him in her team I can't thank them enough and I'm very happy I'm having this work done on my teeth. But enough about that. A few things that are going on in, in, in my world, marketing related. I think you all know I teach at Suffolk University. I teach two sections of the principles of marketing there. This is Suffolk University in Boston. Ridiculously awesome school, ridiculously awesome students. And, and right now they're on spring break. I'm catching up and, and trying to get ahead actually on a lot of my, my work during this week, which is called spring break for them. But we're halfway through the semester. And in a few weeks, I, I will start teaching also at, at Northeastern University in Boston, where I teach social media. So I am keeping on my toes when it comes to teaching, which I, again, love, love, love so much because, number one, the younger generation, I mean, they are a sponge for, for learning. And, and my 40 years in, in marketing, so far, I have so much to share, and and combining that with the textbook, with the slides, with what's going 
on in the real world, if you will, the real professional world in real time, I share constantly with the students. So we're never at a loss for, for conversations, discussions, things to talk about, things to read, videos to watch, podcasts to listen to. And then there's, yeah, sorry, students at the tests and exams and projects and, and you know, have, have to include all of that. But there's plenty to do for both them and me. And, and uh, it's a mutually uh, enjoyable uh, educational experience. That's how I feel. I think they feel the same way. I, I am so happy to be alongside them during their educational journeys and doing what I can to make a difference, not just their lives as students, but professionals and human beings. Hey, that's the teaching thing. My book, you, you know about my book, of course. Um, some of you may have read it. I have, have a copy here. This is one of those, what they call, what do they call them? Publishers copy, copy, something like that. It's not for resale. It's, it's what I got at the beginning before it was actually published. And look at all the, the, where it's all dog-eared, I think they call that, all, all the places I've, I've bookmarked it. And, and that's where I had edits before the final version was released. So that was an early draft. Amazon was great in terms of how I got it self-published. And, and I had a great editor, a great design. I was lucky, lucky, lucky um, to have the team I did. And, and if you want to buy it, it's on Amazon exclusively. 20 jobs, 20 lessons, a long, strange career in marketing. That's my career from, from junk mail to social media. Yeah, half my career, I say, was before, believe it or not, the Internet. And this second half so far, obviously, post-Internet. And, and who knows <laughs> what's in the future. And I keep my fingers on the pulse of what's going on in this industry. I take pride in that. I am always... Reaching for the brass ring, that next opportunity to to learn, to to learn more about what's happening in, in marketing and social media. With regard to social media and in the book, I have spoken a few times, uh, at least a couple times that I can think of recently, and in another pretty big for me engagement coming up. I uh, spoke for Pine, the printing industries of New England, at. A restaurant, I think it was called Lost Shoe, yeah, brewery and, and restaurant pub in, in Marlboro, awesome place. And, and I spoke about my book and my career in marketing. That was, I think that was in December. Wonderful event. Thank you, Pine. Spoke to the Sudbury Chamber of Commerce at a luncheon recently. Similar talk about my book and about how marketing has evolved and the importance of business people getting on social media that was a month or so ago so a couple appearances in the last few months outside of school and then upcoming for the south middlesex opportunity council in framingham i'll be speaking towards the end of this month on social media on my book and how to market your small business and i'm looking forward to that i'm looking at the date here on my second monitor to the left, March 29th, Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m., Framingham, Mass., and, and that's for SMOC, the South Middlesex Opportunity Council. And so I'm very, very happy to be out there speaking, and I'm always, always interested in doing such speaking. So do not hesitate to hit me up. I'm extremely flexible. 
and try to be very, very, very versatile and accommodating with regard to venue, audience, topic, et cetera, et cetera, okay? And, and so please do not hesitate to hit me up. I'm always glad to speak and, and talk about the industry in which I've earned my livelihood. So AMA Boston, that's the American Marketing Association Boston, you know I am president of this group, this chapter. There are many chapters throughout the country. I believe around 70 AMA chapters were one of the oldest, one of the largest. And, and I enjoy working with my colleagues on the board of directors putting together events. We try to monthly have an educational event and a networking event once a month. And belonging to AMA Boston is so beneficial. I think certainly I have benefited greatly from it and I have seen many members, many volunteers, board members, etc., members of the leadership team benefit from belonging and getting involved. You get out of it what you put into it and I should say you get more out of it than you put into it because you meet people, you learn things, you follow the trends, you have fun <laughs> and you make a difference in other people's lives. You're, contributing, you're giving back a little bit, contributing to the industry in which you've earned your own respective livelihood. You know, we all put so much time into our work and, and our relationships with our colleagues, with our clients, even competitors. You know, why not take all of that, leverage that, give some of it away, leverage some of that into even greater benefits for, for you and those around you in, in your employer. So, AMA Boston, I could not recommend you get involved um, more because if, if I'm an example of my colleagues or examples, if all the people I met through belonging to AMA Boston are examples, you too will, will benefit like they have and, and are and, and will enjoy, enjoy it like they, they have and are. So please. Do not hesitate to reach out to, to me or my colleagues at AMA Boston. Anytime, hit us up, join us, find us, <laughs> belong to us. We, we would welcome you. That's AMA Boston. A few other stories, a few other tidbits just wanted to put out there today. It's a general statement. I watched the Super Bowl. I know it was a while ago now, but I don't think I've had a chance to talk to the ads with you and I'll just be brief. A lot of celebrities in these ads this year. And I said somewhere, I think I did a video about it. I think we talked about it in class that I believe this might be a turning point with regard to Super Bowl ads and how much money they spend on these celebrities who all indicators are aren't believed like they used to be believed and the younger audience, especially is tuning them out. So I would say to brands and businesses, why spend all that money on these celebrities? I, I suppose, unless you've been Affleck and, and JLo, they, they deserve it for that Duncan. <laughs> they did. What'd she say? Get me, grab me another glaze. Will you? Something like that. It was a great line by JLo to, to Ben Affleck. Sure. That was a great ad, but those, are you know, Few and far between. I think that money that brands, businesses spend on those 
high-priced celebrities obviously could be better spent on maybe the creativity, maybe the strategy, maybe the media, period, maybe social media, instead of a Super Bowl ad, think how much you could do with, with $7 million, $10 million, $15 million, whatever it is you're spending on those spots. That's what you could do on a, a, an array of other media. And I'm thinking social media, of course, especially because I'm, I'm, I'm partial to social media. But yeah, that's, that's my take. That's all. I thought most ads this year seemed to star a celebrity, an athlete, a big name sponsor that everybody knows. Great. That's number one in advertising, awareness. I, I get it, attention. But I think after that, after getting our attention, if you're getting the young people's attention, I question that. I don't think those ads are going anywhere. Um, so so my feeling is you won't see as many celebs in, in those Super Bowl ads next year. I, good swag, segue, Bob. I'm looking at my notes. Very good segue because I'm going to talk about ads that I – or in ad, or ads by one particular brand that I am, think favorably of, and why, and how that ties back to some of what I'm saying in, in social media also. Jordan's Furniture here in the New England area, Elliot Tatelman, he's seen on TV all the time here. He's friendly, he's the three A's, he's, he's affable. He's available because he's there all the time, and, and he also has the ability, he's very successful, and, and so clearly he has the ability, and that's the three A's. And so I say the three A's, you know, B, if, first of all, very few people can pull it off like he has, and that's through constant repetition. The Super Bowl had to get that one shot. You ain't going to do it in one shot, even if you're Elliot Tatum. And, but you need to humanize your brand, put a face on your brand, and, and Elliot Tatelman. Jordan's Furniture here in the New England area is a perfect example. So you want to be, this is what I say to my clients, you can't afford, very few can, afford to run all those TV commercials like Elliot Tatelman and Jordan's Furniture does. So you want to be like Elliot Tatelman and Jordan's Furniture on social media. You want to be conspicuous. You want to be ubiquitous. And like Elliot, you want to be affable, great personality. So put that friendly face forward. And use social media. That's my general recommendation. <laughs> my clients, my friends, my family, they're all used to hearing this. My listeners, you probably have heard me say this before. I don't know if I've said it this way before or not. But yeah, you want to put that face on your brand. You want to be conspicuous. And I'm suggesting strongly that you get on social media if you aren't already. And here's... One more piece of that message, that reflection, as I preach. What a practice, as I preach. I had a job that I mentioned in that book, 20 Jobs, 20 Lessons. Surprise job. You would not know about it unless you read that book or know me very, very well, well or are listening to this episode 170 of Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. I drove an ice cream truck. This was before my career in marketing, but I learned something about marketing. I'll let you think about what you think I might have learned about marketing driving an ice cream truck. Probably a lot of obvious things, like you got to have you know, good products, good prices, good promotions. There's three of the four P's. Got to be in the right place. <laughs> that's the fourth P, and that's a big one. 
I drove that truck around and around and around the ridiculously awesome town of Franklin, town in which I grew up. My hometown, love, 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 Franklin. But I couldn't sell much ice cream in Franklin. No matter where I drove, I couldn't find enough customers. Where am I going with this? I have a message here. The punchline, if you will. The punchline is, obviously, you have to have customers. And you have to be where those customers are. So where I'm going, I'm connecting the dots back to social media. Back to me saying, be the Elliot Tatelman. Jordan's Furniture of social media, because he's Elliot Tatelman of Jordan's Furniture on TV. You be him, like him, on social media. But hey, only if your audience is there. So yeah, there's a caveat, there's an asterisk. I can see that. Full, Full disclosure, try it. Be on as many channels as you can be to see if your audience is there. Prospects, customers, clients are there. If they're not, sure. Okay, abandon. Change plans. Plan B. Traditional media. Super Bowl commercial. (laughs) You won't be able to afford that, I don't think. Unless you're one of those few big brands. Listening to my show. Yeah, thank you for listening. In that case, you could afford a Super Bowl ad. If you got that kind of money, sure, I'd recommend it. But most people don't. Most brands, most businesses, most companies don't have that kind of money. So an easy step towards success as a marketer is to try social media. And be ubiquitous, conspicuous, day in and day out, frequent, friendly, social. Do not forget the social and social media. It will lead indirectly, I think. Two, traffic to your website. Two, mutually beneficial relationships. Two, sales. I absolutely believe that. I've seen it. I've done it. You can do it too. Did I mention the Boston Marathon? I don't think I did. You can see, you know, you can see behind me a few medals. You can see behind me over here, Boston Marathon medals. Yes, Boston Strong. Boston Strong. I will be running the Boston Marathon again this year, less than five weeks from now, April 17, 2023, and I'll be running it for Christopher's Haven. Christopher's Haven, a ridiculously awesome nonprofit organization that provides housing for families whose kids are undergoing cancer treatment. Christopher's Haven is a home away from home, if you will, for these families, these kids who are undergoing cancer treatment. I'm proud to be running Boston, proud and honored, and especially proud and honored to be dedicating my run that day to Christopher's Haven. It'll be the ninth time I've run Boston for them. If you can support me, sure, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I have a fundraising page on the web. I have a YouTube channel that you could look up. Just look up my name, fundraising Christopher's Haven, or reach out to me anytime, I think. I am quite easy to find. That's my story. Love my running. Love Boston Marathon. Really, really, really love Christmas Haven. Hey, a couple more things, two, three more things about social media, then we'll wind down. I went to church recently. (laughs) Yes, that is news. I only go, I wish I went more. I'm actually 
very spiritual, quite religious. Franklin United Methodist Church, do I belong to where my mother goes regularly and has been going regularly for over 60 years. Jacob, Pastor Jacob, the day I went, looking at my monitor here because he put it up on Facebook. I really think highly of Pastor Jacob and I really thought very, very, very highly of the sermon he gave this day a few weeks ago when I went. My wife, Barbara, my mother was there and we sat together and he talked about social media. <laughs> love it. Love, love, love it. I believe this for a long time. I've talked about it here and there. I plan to talk about it more in the future, but he talked about it in church in his sermon, his reflection. And I'm looking at a post he put. So he was talking about using social media to get the word out about the church and about faith and about religion. Because that's how we communicate these days. And you can reach an exponentially larger audience that way using social media. You can reach people who you wouldn't be able to reach otherwise, who might not be able to make it to church or if you're teaching to make it to class or if you're working to make it into the office or if your family members to see each other in person social media can help you connect on facebook he said how will you share your faith via social media how will your tweet read what TikTok will you record showing others what faith is all about? Yay, Pastor Jacob. I was so impressed. I was so happy. And I will talk about this more than just here and now. This great sermon by Pastor Jacob that, that included, focused on the importance of using social media to get the word out about faith, about the church. About religion, I couldn't agree more with you, Pastor Jacob, that social media is an extraordinarily powerful medium, or should I say, array of media. Social media is, social media plural, each medium that falls under the aegis of social media, hit the mic again, and I'm talking Facebook, Twitter. LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. I know there's probably a few. Twitch, I don't know. There's others out there that I may have missed. But Snapchat, all of these media, each of them a medium, a vehicle by which you can communicate, are unimaginably, immeasurably powerful, effective, and reaching a bigger audience than we could otherwise. So why not use them, learn how to use them, these tools, these technologies to get the word out. Thank you, Pastor Jacob. Great, great, great reflection that day. Two other quickies and then I'm done. Clancy's Auto Body. Have you heard of Clancy? Clancy's Auto Body. Now you have Fort Lauderdale. They made the news recently. I'm looking at their TikTok. Boy, did they make the news. They went viral. Whoever became their, like, social media guy put up, and I'm trying to look for the post. Jeez, Bob, be more prepared when you're going, going to record your podcast. Oh, he said it somewhere. Where did he say it? 
Glancy's auto body. I'm looking for the famous post that went viral. He did a post saying something like, find it, Bob. Oh, it's because it goes so far back. Whoever was hired as Clancy's auto bodies down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, social media dude did some initial post that said something like, help me people. I think he said he got fired from his last job or, or so don't quote me on any of this. Yeah, here it is. I found it. Guys, I lied on my resume. I'm quoting from the post. and got a job doing the social media of this body shop. Please blow this up, et cetera, et cetera. And they did blow it up. I'm looking at 24.9 million, looks like views. And, you know, he made lots of news, went viral. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, knock, knock, opportunity is knocking. Hey, for me too, I use TikTok, but I don't use it as much as I probably could and maybe should. This guy, this place proves the efficacy of social media. Sure, did it lead to new business? I don't know. I haven't dug that deep. But it went viral. It got lots of attention. I mean, national attention, traditional media's attention, 24.9 million. It looks like, unless I'm mistaken, people saw this post. And all these other posts I'm looking at, they're all getting crazy, crazy numbers. I mean, millions of people looking at this auto body repair shop in Fort Lauderdale. 226.1 thousand followers. You know, any other auto body shops doing that on TikTok? You could be the first in your category or you could be one of, who knows, hundreds in your category who can use TikTok or any other social media channel for success, to get more business, to increase revenue, et cetera, et cetera. Clancy's Auto Body, final example, the power of social media. I was watching Chronicle. I love watching Chronicle here in Boston. It's 7.30 and the one from New Hampshire. It's on TV. It's usually when I'm, I don't know, kind of winding down from the workday in transition, you know, for the night, from the evening to the night, what I did during the day for what I'm going to do for the night, I turn on the TV and Chronicles, very relaxing. One story was on, I'm looking at my monitor here to the left. Stephen Watson, the pie dog walker. He's in Boston. He's on Instagram. I imagine that's how he got on Chronicle. <laughs> I imagine, I know, that's how he got me to follow him. Because of Chronicle and because of Instagram, he has 78.9 thousand followers, including me now following him as he walks his dogs daily and takes really cool pictures of them regularly. What he's doing is something you or I or anybody could do. He's just doing it. That's the difference. I heard that years ago. Something like, you know, the difference between success and failure is, you know, everybody has ideas, but it's act actually acting on those ideas. Everyone says, yeah, I should be on social media or I'm going to get on social media or they're told get on social media, but they don't do it. He did it. Look him up. The Pied Dog Walker. That's the P-I-E-D Dog Walker. And you can join his tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. 
and can see why he's probably so busy. I'm sure it has helped his journey to success. <laughs> journey, no pun intended, because he apparently walks miles a day with these dogs and pausing here and there to take a picture of them simply with his phone, which anybody can do. It's in the palm of our hand. It's right here. Mine's even got my name on it. <laughs> Love that. So when I take a picture, everyone sees my name. Self-promotion. That isn't why I did it, actually. I just had those stickers with my, my logo and, and had an extra one I put it on my phone. No one will steal it that way. Perhaps. Maybe it'll get their attention and they will steal it because they see the bright yellow sticker with my name on it. They don't care if they're confused with me. But, but I think no one would want to steal a phone with someone else's name on it, big and bold. But I, I digress. Palm of your hand holds, pretty much we all carry one of these, your means to becoming a broadcaster on social media. It is the tool, the technology that enables anybody, because it's not complicated, to become internet famous. Just get it. And I'm not saying vanity metrics. I'm not saying just to, you know, get a lot of likes. I'm saying to increase business, to increase revenue. I'm saying to increase sales, to increase customers. I'm talking, you know, bottom line. But you got to do it regularly. Obviously, you got to have a strategy. Obviously, go back to the ice cream truck. Forget what music played. We didn't have the greatest music. And it was a big old truck. There were lots of reasons I don't think I did that well as an ice cream truck driver back in the day, growing up in a ridiculously awesome town, Franklin, Massachusetts. But bottom line was there were no customers. So you got to make sure or not your customers are on social media, but the only way you are going to know or not is to get on social media yourself, okay? So I'll leave you with those words. Get on social media yourself. You can do it. You can be ridiculously awesome on social media. Hey, you have been listening as I enter my sixth year now as a podcast. I have five years behind me. This is now the beginning of my sixth year as a podcast. The Bob Gargles Marketing Show, episode 170. This will be, I thank you for listening. If you're seeing us on YouTube, social media, anywhere else, I thank you for watching. And I thank you for your support and I will talk to you again soon.